helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns. Kia ora and hi, I'm Craig Johns and welcome to episode 137 of the Active CEO Podcast, where we are decoding the next segment of Break the CEO Code. Now, over the past few Break the CEO Code episodes, we've been introducing the 10 elements of leading high-performing teams. And today we are talking about clarify process for commitment. You know, if we clarify process and structure, it will enable commitment and method of cooperation. So important. We need to really identify how we're going to do something. You know, what is that process we're going to take? And once people know the process inside a team and the structure around it, then commitment and cooperation can happen quite easily. You know, business processes a collection of linked tasks which find their end in the delivery of a service or product to a client. Or if we look at a, a process within a team, you know, it's finding how do we get to that outcome? You know, what, what are the tasks that are required to get to the desired outcome that we are searching for? And I think what is, is important is we, we forget to you know, we, we get really excited about ideas, we get really excited about where we might be going, but we lack that clarity of how we're actually going to get there. So this is all about, you know, the importance of what things you're going to put in place to ensure you've got a great foundation so that people buy into it and there's a great method of how people work together and cooperate and, and ensure that everyone wins, everyone feels part of the team, everyone feels part of the process, and people can, you know, feel really fulfilled that at the end of the day, they know that their uh, contribution meant something, and they can see those direct results of those. So if you look at, uh, you know, what does cooperation actually mean? It's the process of groups or organisms working or acting together for common, mutual, or some underlying benefit, as opposed to working in competition for selfish benefit. All right, so we need to be able to work together. And, you know, we've seen this happen in 2020 in some governments around the world where there's been brilliant cooperation between different parties. Uh, and that has ensured that, you know, the efforts to combat COVID-19 have been successful. You know, we, we saw it in New Zealand where the opposition party just went, Jacinda, you're leading. What do we need to do to work together to ensure that we can tackle this as a collective? And it worked really, really well. And, and we've seen that in countries where COVID, uh, you know, the, the COVID has been managed well and therefore, you know, lives can return back to relative normality and businesses can 
um, at least, you know, not so much thrive in all cases, but at least be able to maintain a healthy status. You know, whereas when we've seen in other countries where there's been an infighting or there's competition to see, you know, who can say the best thing or who has the best idea and um, no, our idea is better than your idea. We've seen it get out of control a bit. And so cooperation is so, so important. And so to be able to do that, we first need some processes and structure in place for that to, to occur. If we think about commitment, it's a promise or a firm decision to do something. You know, we, we are willing to give our time and energy to a job activity or something that we believe in. You know, commitment is a really important leadership quality that inspires and attracts people. You know, from a leadership point of view, it shows that you have convictions and that you believe in the cause. A team will buy into the team leader before they buy into the vision. So commitment is a heart thing, right? It's, it's, commitment is all to do with the heart. And to support that, you know, if we have those processes, if we have those structures in place and we see the commitment from a leader, then it allows everyone else to commit and start to cooperate, which is so important. Uh, we, we spoke about processes early on, you know, there are a series of actions that you take in order to achieve a result. And, you know, so once we've got that desired outcome, what we're trying to strive for, then we can you know, begin to put those actions in place. You know, what are those stepping stones? Uh, so really, really, really important there. If we think about team commitment, you know, team commitment is where we've got goals that are created and all team members contribute to them and agree on them. You know, so it could be the same with whether it's goals or objectives um, or steps, it's important that if we're going to get commitment from the team, they need to have contributed and have been a part of the process to develop those goals. If they're not, <laughs> you're taking, you know, you're sort of playing Russian roulette with them, so to speak. So some, you know, will buy in because they like to. Um, they like to be a part of something or they love to conform, whereas those that haven't been a part of the process will always be kind of sitting on the outside and be the skeptics and be like, okay, well, let's see if your decision actually works um, because I have other ideas and, you know, if you're not going to include me, then, well, yeah, I'm happy to maybe help, but, you know, I'm not going to show my, I'm not going to throw 100% at it. And so we need to make sure we've got those people that are in there that are willing to to do whatever it takes to ensure that the outcome is achieved. Um, from, you know, really important. So we need to, you know, when we're creating those processes and that structure, you know, as part of that, we need to we need to play to people's need for belonging, right? What do they want to? Sh we need to be able to share common goals. Um, you need to share the spotlight. So as a leader, it's so important to make sure that to ensure we get that commitment and cooperation, you've got to showcase that the spotlight can move around with different people. It should not be always on those high achievers. It's got to be 
The spotlight needs to be shared amongst everyone. Uh, it's important that the information is shared. So if people are going to buy into something and commit to something, they need to be even part of that process as we talked about. So you need to be able to ensure that there's transparency on information that is shared and that it's available for everyone. You also need to think about as a leader too, you know, how you share yourself. You know, so quite often we, especially as a team gets bigger, it's harder to share yourself across everyone, but you need to be there and available to for, for people to know that everyone is part of it, that it's not just a big idea that's left for people to look after. It, it is no, we truly are convicted to achieving the outcome. And we need to ensure that we're balancing that winning with collaboration. So we talked about uh, the importance of you know sharing the spotlight, but we've also got to get, you know make sure that we give uh, those the, the the opportunity to uh, push the boundaries. You know because we've got to balance that winning. We need to ensure there's creativity and innovation, but also at the same time we need to really balance that with collaboration. How do people work together? How do people gain different insights and perspectives by the people they work with? As a collective, how do we look at a problem and, and decipher how we can solve it from different angles, from different ways? Because sometimes the first perspective may not always be the best perspective. You know, and it's so important to get that diversity of thoughts, perspectives, and backgrounds. You know, if you truly want to advance something, Get those multiple perspectives, so valuable. So to be able to create solutions to complex problems, we need to create new approaches and creative alliances um, and, and really pull people together in, in unique and different ways because we want to create a healthy ecosystem. You know, So we've talked about that ecosystem must enable the opportunity for people to, as we spoke about, be able to win, uh, be able to be creative, be able to be innovative, be able to come up with some of their own ideas, but you know, also at the same time, how do, how do we ensure that when they're coming up with their own ideas, they're also able to collaborate and come up with collective ideas? Your leadership is, leadership commitment is demonstrated by the willingness to be taught. If we, as we create those processes and structure, we need to make sure that we are willing to learn during that time. We're willing to listen because, you know, it can't, we can't just have an authoritarian approach to the processes. We need to ensure that we are learning along the way, you know, and so if we're thinking about, you know, creating commitment and cooperation, it's going to require courage. It will require really strong communication and lots of concentration. So courage, communication, and concentration. Because in the end, as leaders, we want to ensure that we are inspiring people, um, that we have a healthy, healthy balance of driving for results, you know, inspiration, um, motivation in there 
And as a leader, we need to ensure that we've got the strategy approach around this. So, so as we're getting stuck into the processes and the structures of how things can be done, we need to be continually reminding everyone of what are the strategies and ensuring that you continue to have that bird's eye view perspective on what's going on. Because otherwise we can get very, you, we, there, you run the risk of getting too narrow with the processes or too tight with the processes. And you know we need to be agile and adaptable at the same time as well. So I, I really want to encourage you to you know think about when you are developing outcomes, you know, how do we ensure that we have real clarity on those processes and structures? Because and that they are done in a way that enables the commitment and method of cooperation within the team. You know, once people have a structure, once people have a process, then it's easy for them to identify what needs to be done. Generally, we have issues inside companies, inside teams, where it starts to fall apart is where there's a lot of vagity. Um, there's a lack of direction. There's a lack of understanding where people's where they fit inside the space you know what are their roles and responsibilities and so once people have clarity on not only their roles and responsibilities uh, you know and and their where they fit inside that process and what their piece of the puzzle is in the structure then they start to connect with it they know where they're place and position is and that then allows for more cooperation which is really exciting okay so think about you know what one think think about what is your desired outcome two think about what processes and and work together with the team to develop the processes or what actions are required to achieve that outcome and achieve that result and then work to put a structure in place that everyone knows their position, what what piece, uh, what part of the play, uh, you know, what part um, do they play in ensuring that the outcome is achieved, and then the collaboration will really start to kick off. So yeah, look forward to it. Make sure you, you know let us know what what um, success stories you're having around um, you know developing those processes and structure, ensuring you've got clarity because we want to hear that your team is collaborating. Now, if you found this episode had a, an impact on the way you think about your outcomes and ensuring that you've got real clarity of purpose, uh, sorry, real clarity of process and structure, uh, you know, then please, you know, share it with your community or share it with someone that may learn something from this, that may find it useful, um, in the way that they lead, so they too can become a world-class leader. Now, coming up on episode 138 of the Active CEO podcast, we have Kine Korda uh, from America. She's a beautiful, beautiful lady, and she's got some great insights into the world, and I look forward to sharing that incredible conversation with you. So make sure you keep an eye out for it. To learn more about Break the CEO Code, then go to craigjohns.com.au or join the conversation on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram by searching Craig Johns or Craig Johns Official. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a real pleasure to be serving you. Uh, I am Craig Johns. This is the Active CEO Podcast with Ordinary Don't Belong. Join the Active CEO movement by visiting www.nrgtoperform.com. That's nrg2perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG to Perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the NRG to Perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next Active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.